I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us today, we've got the full ILB team. We've got the doctor. Aloha. And we've got uh, producer Joe. Sometimes it's a pleasure, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, I mean, always. I mean, always. always. Oh, that's right. Sound guy, Tom. Check one, two. Check one, two. And happy birthday, Padre. Welcome to the club. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Padre. Feliz I have an unannounced uh, segment here. Real quick. I am handing this gift over to Todd. <laughs> it is a cowbell that says ring for beer. This is a gift that my wife gave to my brother on his 50th birthday. And my brother regifted to me <laughs> on my 50th birthday. But what a Gen Xer beer podcast could not use cowbell, but even more cowbell. So More cowbell. More yeah, cowbell. we can always use more so, cowbell. So, Todd, when you're ready to call in new beers All for right. us... That's that won't be annoying at all. No, it'll be good. Uh, our <laughs> listeners good. will love it. Yeah, uh, yeah and then I they'll think get so. tired. I, I, yes, exactly. Tonight, I think we're going to live up to our reputation as an educational podcast. Nice. You know, you're going to end this hour smarter than you started it. At least that's the hope, right? <laughs> no, no, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's going to happen. happen. All right. Yeah. Yes, it's real. In some small way, I'm going to emphasize some small, small way. way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe don't spend an hour doing this. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a, a good, small way. That's a good call. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, we are friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And if I uh, understand things correctly, we are a uh, almost uh, half of us vaccinated podcast tonight. Whoa. That's true. right. That's that's exciting. Yeah, I'm bulletproof. Yes. Doc? Yeah, I've always been bulletproof. Yes. <laughs> You're even more bulletproof now. But uh, that's exciting because that means that might put us at some point where we get back into a, a studio together and we can share beers around a table. Very exciting. Yes. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, and we're lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California, beer mecca within a beer mecca. 36 breweries. Counted them up yesterday and a few new ones opening up uh, right here in our little slice of heaven. So please pour yourself a beer. Pull up a bar stool and join us. And of course, as always, please find and follow us on social media uh, at I Like Beer the Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. I Like Beer the Po one and I Like Beer the Ta one on Twitter. Uh, we have actually finally made it to 1,500 or over 1,500 uh, followers on Instagram, which is fantastic. Uh, the young people tell me that's a good thing. So good job, guys. Yep. Um, job yeah. And uh, make sure you visit our recently updated website. I visited actually this weekend, uh, and I was blown away by how nice it is and the professionalism. And uh, we've done a really good job with that. That uh, So if you want to check out a really cool website about beer, and is uh, I like beer, the podcast.com, and you can learn more about us. Uh, sign up for our quarterly newsletter because I believe that is coming out very soon, right? That's right. Right after this podcast drops, I just wanted to give listeners one more chance to sign up and you will see Doctor's Top 10 Beers and pictures of his bidet. Oh, nice. that's exciting. <laughs> yes. Wow. Whoa. They're already wow. there. Yes. Is that, are I'm we not, getting the uh, explicit rating on that? No, I'm uh, not uh, on the bidet. <laughs> no, okay. I really did uh, hope that there would be him sitting on a beer, but it's yeah. just a bidet. 
right. And it's your bidet, right? It's not just the the publicity a pictures, bidet. right? Yeah. That's my bidet. So you gotta check that out. Nice. First time, first time ever that there have been pictures of his bidet out wow. anywhere. So this this is, is yeah, big. Yeah. This it's is huge. This is real. It's exclusive. You can't find that anywhere else. Yeah, that's right. Exclusive Nowhere content. else. Yeah, and check out that website. Go sign up for that newsletter. And yeah. the gallery is updated. There's a direct link to our episodes right there on the homepage. 10,000 downloads. A badge is there. Beersies are there. Yeah. Uh, there's been a big bump of uh, people checking it out on Tuesdays. So keep that up. Yeah. Like I said, I checked it out this weekend and like all of a sudden I look and an hour had gone by. I was super impressed with how cool that website is. So we've done a great job. Well, that's our, our webmaster, uh, Haley. Yes, that's true. That's who she, does she, listen to the show. And a huge toast to her. Pre-toast. Yeah, We're not Haley. a toast, toast for her, pre-toast. but a pre-toast Haley. to her because it, it is fantastic. Haley. And then also don't forget, uh, you can virtually toast us as well and toast with us on Untapped. Uh, we're very easy to find. Just look for all of us under I Like Beer, the podcast. And listen, follow, subscribe, comment, share. It helps us build our podcast to, quote, unquote, grow our profile. That's what I heard on a business podcast. Is that what they say in business, Joe? That is, yes. To grow our profile? Grow your profile. Usually talking about a personal profile, but... You, you know. <laughs> but we, well, it's our personal profile. It is profile. Our, our business profile. And all that really means is we get to go more breweries, we get to hear more stories, and we get to share them with you. Hey, we need to tell people about our Super Bowl. Uh, oh, that's Super Bowl ad. Did you guys see our Super Bowl ad, listeners? <laughs> no. I haven't seen our Super Bowl ad. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen it either. I can't wait. <laughs> you guys didn't know. Minute, I is the bidet the Super Bowl? Wait, the, wait oh. when, you watch, when you guys watched the Super Bowl, you didn't see our Super Bowl? I, I sprung for it, you guys. I sprung oh. for a Super Bowl ad for it. So you <laughs> right, I have it. Awesome. I'm going to go yeah. back That's and rewatch I was going it to now. I'm looking for it. Because I did not. I must have missed that one. Yeah. I must have been uh, looking for my own bidet at that point uh, and uh, did not see it. And also, thank you, Todd. That's a yeah, yeah, thanks, really yeah. big thank you, Todd. It's a bit of an investment. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I'm sure we're, we're soon going to see a spike in all of our social media, you know, yes. people joining. Yeah. Post, post Super Bowl. Right. Make sure also, uh, just as a quick reminder, uh, check out our YouTube channel, um, Talent and I joined forces. That's that seems really weird. <laughs> I'm going to reread this. <laughs> Ron Burgundy did that. I'm like, okay. Uh, and a reminder, I'll start that again. I'm going to count myself in three, two, one. Here we go. And a reminder, check out our YouTube channel because Jeff and I joined forces with author Ryan Wolt to discuss books over beer. And we just added a, a new episode. Speaking of that, listeners that want to join us, other fans of the show uh, and our monthly book club, just send us a message on social media or contact us uh, from the website to get that information. And you can come talk books and drink beers with us. Joe, Joe, I'm give me the signal. Joe. Oh, he wants oh. Joe. Joe. There you go. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> hey, that sound means we need it. What are we drinking, boys? I knew you'd love it. <laughs> I got you. Best re-gift ever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a beer. That's the beer sound. I, I 100% agree because I've been sitting in traffic getting home from getting the vaccine and I need a beer. So uh, tonight's beer, at least tonight's first beer, is a beer I have missed. Uh, last time I had this, I checked untapped, was 2015 from Stone Brewing, right around the corner from Talent's House. It's their Sublimely Self-Righteous Black IPA. Been out of production, but they have just brought it back. And when I was at the store and saw a six-pack of it, 
I said, oh, that that's the beer for tonight. And then I grabbed it and then saw the price on it. And I said, no, no, not tonight. But then I said, no, no, we're getting this. They are they are charging an arm and a leg for this uh, this classic stone brew. So it's a black IPA. Weighs in at 8.7%, like you'd expect Ooh. from a stone beer. Yeah. 90 IBUs, just like you'd expect from a stone IPA. It had always been a favorite. I always got a half pour of this uh, when I first arrived at Stone before I started moving on to other things, but I haven't had it in six years. So I'm looking forward to seeing if it's held up to my mirror. I was a big hophead then. So I'll be interesting to see what you think about it. Yeah. What anybody already got a sip on this? Want to give their thoughts? Yeah, I've been drinking it since actually before the podcast. It's actually, I'm, at first I was saying that's a little too smoky for me, but as it's warming up, I'm starting to enjoy it a little, little more. I would agree. I think this is one that as you let it warm up a little bit, when you get it first out of the bottle, it's real cold. That kind of smokiness hits you, but it's, it is as it's, you start warming up that the taste, there's a lot more flavor in it. It's good. It's very unique. I mean, like I said, it's not, not your typical, don't, don't you, I guess you wouldn't, but don't, don't drink this thinking it's your typical IPA. No, it's, it's got a little bit of that dark chocolate in there. It does have some of that pininess that on that back end, yeah. you know, you're at the back end, you know, you've got a stone yeah. IPA. Yeah, yeah. For sure. and you can smell it too. You can smell kind of that that pininess. And Doc called it, it has kind of a roasty smokiness to it. Which, but I like the the roasty smokiness. Kind of is is really it's it's really growing on me. I really enjoy yeah, it's, it. It's a little too much for my tastes. It's a sipping beer, uh, Doc. It's well, a sipping beer. This is definitely not a beer you're going to pound. Yeah, uh, it's a lunch beer for Padre. Yeah. Lunch beer that won't stop him. He's got cowbell. But he does have cowbell, but I'm just saying that yeah. that might also be part of it too. So you, you definitely, this is one you want to sip and uh, so it, it's actually on a, on a, on a cold, cold winter night uh, or as cold as we get here. It's, it's a nice beer to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a mid 70s, mid 70s night. I can see why I ordered half pours when I would go get it because yeah. it's really one of those beers that, that, you know, if you had two pints of it, you'd be like, why, why did I order the second? But you could sip your way through the first one yeah. and I still, I still love it. I still like it. Yeah, I love it. Tastes like just a really hoppy stout to me. I mean, that, that's how I, <laughs> I would classify it. But I, I wouldn't do a half pour, and I wouldn't sip it, Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I would do a full pour, and I would drink it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, what would you think of the big game? Well, you know, I got to hand it to Tom Brady. For years and years and years, everybody thought it was Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. But for Tom Brady to come out, new team, new coach, and not only guide them to the Super Bowl, but to a Super Bowl victory, just shows you what a, a talent the guy is, how smart he is, how athletic he is. And oh, by the way, he's 43. So hats off to him. Good job, Tom. Congrats. Hey, Todd, what would you think of the big game? You know, the game was okay. It's, it's all about the commercials, though, isn't it? There you go. So for for us in our household, you know, we didn't have a big party. And it was just, you know, the fam. The fam, we enjoy the commercials. So there you go. And thank you to your wife who single-handedly made sure that the right. Super Bowl and the playoffs happened. Yeah, that's yes. true. That's that is very, very true. true. TurboTax. And I'm not thank exaggerating, listeners. TurboTax. There you go. TurboTax Live. TurboTax Live. There you go. Hey, Joe, what did you think of the big game? So I'm with Tom. Yeah, I'd like to really give a shout out to Tom Brady. What a great job, you know, with his uh, starred career and question about him and Belichick and, you know, to get to where he got was awesome. 
That's just really fantastic. Good for him. Nice. Hey, Talent, what'd you think of the big game? Well, I'm going to say this, that I was so impressed with the USA and their ability to finally beat Canada in the curling uh, championship <laughs> that I, that was just amazing to me. It really was monumental. Yeah. Well, that and the, the ILB Amen. commercial, those two things. Yeah, the yeah, ILB commercial, course, course, that yeah. was fantastic as Hands well. Hands down winner. Yeah. Speaking of sports, before we get into TRP, since this is a sipping beer, question for you guys. I was listening to the ILB Beersy nominated podcast, My Three Dudes, their tagline, where glory lives forever and dreams never die. Hmm. They were having, I sound, sound like Wilfred Brimley there, didn't I? Dreams never die. We're going up to the stars and we'll never die. Uh, they were having a discussion about loyalty, specifically loyalty of sports fans for sports teams. And their premise was you must have geographic loyalty. You can only root for teams from your neck of the woods. Anything else is utterly bullshit. Um, for example, you can't bandwagon a team on the rise and switch over when that team runs its course. You pick your team. It's from your neighborhood. And that's all you get to root for. And. I think I'd like to test that theory for a minute or two, because as San Diegans, we've had our loyalties tested from time to time. Yeah. So wondering what you all think about that premise that you must be a sports fan and you must be loyal to your hometown team. Anything else is BS. Doc, where you stand on this? I'm on the BS side of things because, you know. You don't have to root for the home team. You, you've got you've got someone you like. You, you're you've grown up loving. You can root for that team. Now, on the other hand, it is kind of fun when you do like your home team because you read the newspaper, you you follow them, and you 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 know them kind of personally, right? So, but I I don't think there's anything wrong with you know I like for instance when the Chargers left, I adopted. Uh, I love New Orleans. Go to Jazz Festival. I I now root for the New Orleans Saints. They're my football team. So if you don't like that, well, you know, there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, Tom and Joe, you have maintained some or full loyalty to the most despicable of all NFL franchises owned by an even more miserably and awful family. And I'm not going to mention the Spanos family. I'm not going to say their name. Yeah. Spanos. Fair. So That's good. maybe where do you stand on all this? Jeff, you're holding back. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> uh, dying a fire. Not you, Tom. Someone I'm not going to name. I had I was going to have a shirt made for that, and I decided I'm not spending any more money on the charges, but I was yeah, going to say, Spanos family, dying a fire. And I thought, that's just rude. <laughs> I have not worn it. It's inferred. Those who shall remain nameless. Good. I know what to get to you for Christmas, so thank you. That's good. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would say um, the element I definitely relate with is don't abandon your team just because they suck, <laughs> which I have not done. Uh, and uh, as a general premise, I don't abandon your team just because they move if they're your team. And uh, I've held true to that. And we are, we've been holding on to, to our uh, joy and love of the Chargers, mostly because our daughter's a duck and having – Having a duck quarterback is good for us, but I hear they're looking to trade him. So, <laughs> wait your what? Your wife gave birth to a duck? To a duck? She yeah, did. It's, it's she did. Complicated. It's complicated. Wow. It's complicated. Wow. So yeah, I I, uh, I think hold on to your loyalty as long as you can. Maybe you know, look past two or three bumps, but. <laughs> 
at the end of the day, there is a, a barrier that you don't have to hold on forever. And I think we're pretty close to letting go. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what if the, as the chargers will do, they'll either ruin that quarterback's career. Right. Yeah. He'll never get to go to the super bowl and probably get hurt uh, along the way. But what, when he gets traded, no, he's, he's probably getting traded. Do you go with, you go with him? I think we reassess the entire, (laughs) the entire journey at that point. (laughs) Fair enough. Probably all things being equal. I'm going to join Todd (laughs) with the saints just because I'm a Catholic guy. (laughs) (laughs) Why not Todd for saints? (laughs) Who that? Who that? And actually Breeze is, I mean, uh, Drew is, yeah, Drew's someone I've been a fan of forever, so. He's probably leaving too, though. So sorry, yeah, sorry yeah. to break the news. Sorry to break the news, <laughs> yeah, Joe. Fair enough. But uh, yeah. Tom? Tom, what do you got? In 300 words or less, where you yeah. stand on this? Right. <laughs> well, well, first of all, I'm actually surprised that, you know, based upon a conversation we had a few weeks ago, Padre was all about the Duck quarterback with the Chargers. Yeah, no, I'm a huge fan. Still but being a loyal Charger fan. Apparently, none of us know his name either. Justin. Justin. Sorry, Justin. Hey, Bear. Iber, Herbert. So for the Padre to be, you know, thinking about shutting the door, that says a lot there. So, but the other thing was with regards to what Padre said about, you know, don't, don't give up on your team just because, you know, they're not good. Well, we as San Diegans have had a lot of that in a lot of different sports, minus the soccers. Uh, lo and behold, you know, we had the LA, the Clippers here when they were the San Diego Clippers yeah, for LA a few Clippers. years. Fairly <laughs> said it, yeah. <laughs> You know, truth be told, you know, when they were here, when, when we were young, I was a Clippers fan and I've kind of always been kind of a closet Clippers fan. So when they started winning, that was great. Padres fan from the day I was born to the day I'll die. But Chargers, going back to what you were asking about, Jeff, I think I said this before. I was a Chargers fan up until the point, you know, it was tough when they left, you know, working there. That was really tough. When they went to LA, I still stayed loyal to him because of you know Philip Rivers and a few other players, you know Gates and all. But then Gates retired, and Philip left. That's when I shut the door on the Chargers. So Tommy, and speaking of closet, so I, I've just kind of latched on to instead of a team, I'm a fan of the player, as exemplified by Alex Smith. Right, clear evidence of that. Clear evidence of that. Yeah, fantastic. Tom, before I was interrupted by you. Interrupting me. You mean, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, does Tina know, uh, speaking of closets, that you that you like to try on her lingerie and such? Have you told her that? <laughs> We're not at that point. That's the Valentine's that's Day. A, that's theme. for roasting. That's the, oh, that's the oh. next theme for Valentine's Day. We're not. We're not there. Well, the 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 lingerie is in a blue and red and white. So okay, go Clippers with with lightning bolts. Not anymore. <laughs> and talent. Biggest sports fan I know, talent. Yeah. And, and you've had some legitimate reasons to bounce around your loyalties, especially in college football. So where do you stand on this? Well, I, here's what I would say to those. First of all, I think anyone who questions our loyalty to teams that are not good, uh, we are all Padre fans. If you haven't been a Padre fan, you know that uh, times have been very dark, uh, but times are very good, looking very good right now. So we're going to get hopefully get to see and have a have many years now of being on the top. So I think that that answers that question. Um, and then to saying that you have to have geographic loyalty to the teams in your area, two things I would say to that. First of all, if that was the case, we wouldn't have anybody to root for other than the Padres. 
and maybe the goals and the soccers. That's it. But we wouldn't have an NFL team to root for. And if you feel like you have to have that loyalty, then you've never had a team leave. Because to me, once the team leaves, uh, they lose any right to your loyalty. If you want to still follow them, that's great. That's on you. But they've made their choice. They've left. And I feel you're you're wide open to choose where you want to root for and what you want to root for. Following up with Todd, I, I was born in Los Angeles and uh, grew up you know, initially as a fan there. Moved here when I was very young. So San Diego teams quickly became my teams. Um, but I went back to the Rams because that was the first team. I, I mean, I've, I, I grew up cheering for them when I was a very young kid and that's what I went for. So, but to be honest with you, I, I'm more with Tom. I think the nice part about it mate, for me is I don't have to sit there on Sunday and have to watch a game now because uh, there's not, I don't have to sit and wait around till the, till the one o'clock charger game to watch them break my heart week after week. Right. Uh, so uh, right. that is probably the good part. You know, and I would say that now with regards to the college football, you know, uh, you know, my son plays college football and has played now for two different colleges. And so I've kind of seen on all sides of it, went to San Diego state. I'm still a huge San Diego state fan. Uh, but a couple of years ago, Stanford played San Diego state. That was interesting. It was very interesting for me. And San Diego state had a huge win. And so inside I was kind of cheering for them, but on the outside, I was really bummed for my son. <laughs> um, but cause it's probably one of the biggest wins in San Diego state history. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I get it and I understand it. But I, I, I don't think you have to be geographically loyal when, when your team moves. You must be loyal to your alma mater, though. You must. That be. is very true. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. True. True. Okay. Go Lumberjacks. Oh, sorry. All right. Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. I kind of, you know, the Padres did have about a two-decade time where it was on record for people that worked for them that they weren't even trying to win because they made enough money with the new selling. And then I don't the have to root for you if stuff, you're not yeah. trying. I mean, because if you don't have any investment in the players, you're just rooting for clothing. True. <laughs> right? I do like just, the Padres And then what do you do when like they change they were... colors? I root exactly. for brown and gold. Oh, they change oh, colors. damn it. That's like moving. <laughs> it's like they moved. It's circle of I, life, I, though. It's full circle. I knew you guys would have some interesting thoughts on this uh, without all the profanity that you might hear in a different podcast. <laughs> they're, no, they're great guys over there. But they, they let the uh, expletives fly. I'll say that. Anybody have a little left for a for a toast? Yeah, in the glass. Yeah, I'm ready. A little, okay, a little bit. Well, the, if you have a little left in your glass, it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. <music> On the toast, we're going Tom, Talent, and Jeff. Oh, wow. You caught me off guard here. I wasn't sure. Ah, <laughs> boom. Ah, come on, boom. Tom. We're boom. going talent, Tom, and Jeff. <laughs> Are we good, Tom? You want me to go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go We're ahead. going Tom. Jeff, talent, and Tom. All right. So I've got a bunch of quick hitters here real quick. Um, I'm going to start off with, first of all, uh, San Diego Beer News. Uh, they have uh, their Beer News Awards, and that voting is live. It's on www.sandiegobeer.news. Uh, their voting is going from uh, February 1st to 12th. Uh, so you should still, even after the release of this podcast, have a couple of days to vote. So get out there and vote for some of your favorite breweries and beers, styles of beers. You're going to see a lot of the beers that we've tasted, a lot of the breweries we visited. Um, so get out there and give some love to your favorites. Okay, so that's the first one I thought was pretty cool. Second one I saw was Alesmith has uh, one of our favorite breweries has, has uh, are releasing three new core beers. They're releasing the Cloudstream Hazy IPA, the Limeberry Twist Ghost Ale, and the Kickback Relax IPA. Um, so they're all going to be available for purchase year round uh, in cans. I went to look for them uh, yesterday in BevMo, couldn't find them. So I think I'm going to have to go to Ale Smith to try and pick them up. But those are all created by uh, 
friend of the podcast there, Ryan Chris, who is the head brewer there. We had him on and, on and interviewed him. Uh, so that's pretty cool that, that Alesmith is continuing to grow their portfolio and, and add to their, their core beers there. The third one I got real quickly is I'm just going to give a toast to science. Uh, saw this in uh, Smithsonian Magazine, so you know it's got to be good and true. But they basically, there was new research that came out that said that just a little taste of beer triggers a rush of chemical pleasure in your brain. So basically, they're saying that it doesn't even take you enough to get intoxicated. Just a sip of beer, and you're going to feel better. And I think we all know that, but it's nice now to have science backing yeah, us up on that. Something that backs it. Um, you know yeah. that I, I wake up on the days we podcast I send you guys a little message saying it's podcast day because I wake up knowing I'm going to have two or three beers and I feel better. I'm like, right. tonight <laughs> I'm having two or three beers. And I also feel that way on Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursday, Fridays and Saturdays right. and Sundays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, And the good thing is now is now we, like I said, we have science to back us up. We know that it's true. We always knew this, but it doesn't even, you don't even need to have just a, just a sip, a little glass of beer once every night and you're just going to feel better. You're just, it's, it's good for you. It's good for your brain releases what they call dopamine and so there dopamine we have it and then my final ta- toast is this one just happened and this is a toast to fate and destiny so recently i know these guys on the podcast know this but uh i was gifted a record player and some lp so i've started getting back and, and retracing my roots into to i'm a big music uh guy uh but getting in, and accumulating some records and that kind of stuff so i i purchased a lot of records on offer up here uh and uh, i went and got picked those up about an you know an hour before the podcast tonight and really didn't even know what was in it. It was just one that I saw that there was a couple of Johnny Cash and I wanted some Johnny Cash uh records. So I'm saying, well even if I get two Johnny Cash records, this is a good lot. There's about 50 albums in there. Got them home, digging through them. The third album I pull out of there, Tom T. Hall, I like beer. Woo-hoo, I mean that man. is fate. That is destiny. That had to happen. So toast to fate and destiny. So there are my toasts. Amen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I apologize. <laughs> no, that's right. Tom, have you have shuffled through your notes there? You're ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go here. Sorry. So I want to give a toast out to Nike. Okay. Uh, Nike is going to be unveiling a new shoe that they teamed up with Matthew Walzer. I'm going to get his name wrong here. Matthew Walzer, who back in 2012, when he was 16, wrote to Nike about how he had trouble tying his shoes because he had cerebral palsy. Well, lo and behold, Nike hooked up with him and a few others, and they will be unveiling the first hands-free hinged sneaker uh, that'll go on sale February 15th. And basically, it's just a slip in, slip out. It's it's just a, a great advancement for people with cerebral palsy and other ailments out there who have trouble tying their shoes or just people so, like me that are extremely lazy, lazy and don't like that. to tie shoes. I've actually gone to the point now where I pretty much only wear slip-ons and yeah. stuff. So I've reverted back to my two-year-old self. Can you get diagnosed for laziness? Is that a, like, can you get maybe some funding? That's very cool. Well, though. for those lazy people, there is a cost associated with these shoes. Ah. They're going to go out at about 120 bucks. Oh, thank, oh. thank you, Nike. So, yes, that's so there's the Nike part of it. Rich okay. people with cerebral palsy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was the total price there, Tom? 120 bucks. So there's the roast part of it. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to remember for every $120, 42 cents of that went to a 12-year-old Chinese girl that put that shoe together. Oh, that is true. Well, do you think that's, you're booing me. Do you think that's wrong? 
Yeah. I mean, do you oh. think I'm I'm wrong? I, I know so that I think that's is the, wrong. That is a toast roast part. So there you have okay. it. That's a roast right. roast. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Right. Sorry for telling the she's truth. She's helping to, to help out people with cerebral palsy. I'm just excited because I've palsy. got my Tom T. Hall vinyl that I'm going to listen to as soon as we're done here over and over again. So, <laughs> All right, that. Tom. Continue forward, Tom. Continue forward. Jeff, are you pouring one out on my toast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like it. I was toasting truth. Uh, All yes, right, amen. I was not trying and, to throw shade, but I will. I will use that to segue to my toast, which is to Bette Midler. Nice. Who who posted her very first dick pic on Twitter? Uh-oh. Oh, interesting. I don't know how old Bette Midler is? I probably should look that up. I but didn't she, know she had a penis. She she posted hey, a Twitter on Twitter her first dick pic here. with the question, "Did I do this right?" And it was a picture of Ted Cruz. Oh, oh nice. brilliant. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. You know, Bette Midler, you are the wind beneath my wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that sends us off to Rose. Want me to get in ahead here? Yeah, go ahead. You can go real get quick. Get mine over with? Yeah. All right, because I got a quick Rose for Florida. They're back in the Rose section, Florida. Florida? Oh, my yep. gosh. Yep, okay. they're back. They while. had a little time off. They had a little a while. T- but no, they're back. They put out a bid to host the Olympics. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> so can I just say this? And I'll be done. No, Florida, (laughs) you do not get to have nice things. That ship has sailed. That train has left the station. That Chad has hung. That gator has been wrestled. That Santos has been dissantosed. Oh, wear a mask and shut the hell up. Fair enough. Fair. Done. Fair enough. All done. (laughs) All right. I'm going to pile on that with a roast here of the, of some police officers in Rochester, New York. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this story here, but uh, basically uh, they were responding to a uh, what a police official called a report of family trouble. And uh, as the incident evolved, they ended up handcuffing and pepper spraying a nine-year-old girl. Kind of sad when you think. It was acting like a child, if I understand. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. I actually have that there. Thank you, Joe, for stepping in. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's exactly what I said, is that you can actually see the video of this, and they're restraining this kid. Uh, putting her in handcuffs and attempting to get her inside of the back of the, the police car as she's crying for her father. And at one point, the officer did say, this is, quote, you're acting like a child. And the girl responds, <laughs> I, am I am a child. I am a child. I am a child. That is so, not funny. That is not Again, funny. I know that police reform has been a hot topic, uh, you know, over the past year in the U.S. And again, no matter how you feel about it, what side you come down on it, I think all of us can probably agree there's probably a better way to handle uh, a, a situation like this with a with a nine year old. So I am going to roast those officers because we've all had kids, and sometimes they can be unruly. But at no point did we ever feel the need to handcuff them and pepper spray them, right? Uh, to yeah, get them you to know do what we yeah. wanted to do. Pepper spray, that but not nine, handcuff for sure. Was my that nine year old can say thank you because you put her in another country? She's making forty two cents a shoe. <laughs> that's a good point. Making that Nike. <laughs> Excuse yes, me. That's a good uh, pair of shoes. That's yeah, right. Pair of shoes, yes, yeah. that's a good point. Fair enough. That's it. We're, we're on pours. to pours. We're oh, pours. we're up pours. We're on to pours. All right. Tom, you've got a pour. You want to start with me, huh? And we got five minutes left. Like a I band-aid, need, I need baby. to go to the restroom <laughs> real quick. So, yeah, go ahead, Tom. Start. I'm going to pour one out to Captain Sir Tom Moore, who passed away at the ripe young age of 100. Captain Tom, as he was popularly known, is a former British Army officer known for his achievements in raising around $45 million for the National Health Service in the UK for taking laps in his front yard. I heard about this. I saw him, yeah. Yeah. 
Died at COVID. Well, he was, he, yeah. <laughs> Did he? He, died. Sorry, he was admitted on January 31st and <laughs> thanks, died thanks, of Joe, COVID the other day. Yeah. Who could have seen that coming? <laughs> so, you just never know. I mean, just out of the blue. I, I just wanted to first toast him for reaching 100. Yeah, amen. And also all the 45 million plus that he raised That's awesome. for national health in there in the UK. But poor one out. Captain a good Moore. soul is gone. Captain Tom Moore. Captain Tom. Agreed. Yeah. I'm going to take one out of the Tom book here. I'm going to pour one out for Hal Holbrook, film and theater star, Emmy, Oscar, and Tony Award winner. He passed away at the age of 95. So boy, Hal. That's how you do it. Not quite Captain Moore level, but nope. that's pretty good. So Holbrook's filmography is too long to list. That's why I'm doing this, not Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. But I remember him best for his ability to channel Mark Twain uh, in this authentic Twain style. He'd take the stage with nothing but a drink and hold court for two hours, cutting wit and humor. One of the best live performances I've ever had the pleasure to see was him right down there in downtown San Diego a few years ago. So I'd like to end this poor old Hal Holbrook with words that Hal Holbrook spoke, quoting Mark Twain on that night that I've remembered all this time. He said... In Twain's words, let us endeavor to live so that when we die, even the undertaker will be sorry. Ooh. Ooh, here, here. That's great. I like ah. that quote. I'm going to borrow that quote. Okay. Put yeah, away for we a... all should, uh, everyone should live by it. That's why I remembered it all these yeah. years. Hopefully I'm going to put One that away pour. for a few years, but that was great. One more pour. So, you know, I hate to, I, I you know me guys, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to read the obituaries on this, but I do have someone who did pass away. Uh, Francois Marc Gagnon. But the reason I'm pouring this out, because it's kind of a sad story. There was a, what's his name? Aaron Ansuni, who is a student from Montreal, Canada. He attends or currently attends Concordia University, and he's taking an online course on Canadian art history. So it turns out he has a question and his professor is this Francois Marc Gagnon. So he has a question. And so he decides, hey, I'm going to try and contact my professor to get an answer to this question. And then he starts looking up his professor's email, and instead he finds the professor's obituary. Mm. And it turns out the professor had died two years earlier, and the university had never mentioned that to any of the students taking his pre-recorded <laughs> lessons. Oh. Uh, so they said they basically, they just keep kept using his video lectures and never that told is, the kids. Oh, that's crazy. So anyways, I'm pouring one out for him because uh, it's pretty sad. Uh, but his, I guess his legacy lives on. Yeah, um, Let's roast that university. Most, most roast people didn't know. the university real quick. Yes, yes. No, Do you know their university? Know. Yeah, Concordia University. Yeah. Concordia I University. I think Concordia is everywhere, but uh, I just thought that was kind of sad that this poor gentleman passes away, but yeah, kids are still they, taking his class going, this guy is the hell awesome. I want to talk to this professor. <laughs> oh, wait, he's dead. So that was really sad. So that's my poor one out. Sorry if it didn't keep uh, in the theme of... of also people. speaks to the high quality of students. That was the first one that asked. In two yeah, years. that actually had a question two years. He went two years without anybody even realizing it. So super sad. And it might be a poor one out for Western culture. Yes, it could be that as well. Yes. Where we monetize the dead for two years. Yes. But anyways. <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, Joe, um, I was reading a little further in the thing because I was saying, how can they do that? But apparently under the collective bargaining agreement that Concordia has with their faculty association, they get a 10-year license on yeah, the, the teacher's work. So they can do there this for go. 10 years. They can <laughs> they can make money off it for 10 years until they can't use hey, his pre-recorded lessons anymore. You guys are all teachers, man. Get with your unions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. man, my content. Well, and especially after this year now, all of our lessons are all, yeah, recorded, all recorded now. Yeah. So <laughs> we could fall right into this. I don't know how long they can use our yeah. lessons, but yeah. uh, 
we'll, yeah, they could use know. them while you're alive, right? <laughs> like, that, that was, I think so. That exactly. was a great lesson. So you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We don't need you to teach this anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. I'm not going to say that that was not educating. It was, that was educational. It was very educational. Yeah. But talent, I understand you've got a little more for us. Yeah. Well, I, I ran into another story. So I was like, how can we fit this one in? So I've decided that it's time to bring back a little segment we call Lighten Up Francis. <laughs> so my uh, Lighten Up Francis here is I know that I think anyone who listens to this podcast is going to come away with that. Hey, these guys are super animal friendly. I mean, we've highlighted so many animals on this podcast. Bees. So true. Octopus, octopi, not Pie. sure. Uh, bears, sharks, gay penguins, uh, you name it. We have highlighted animals. We are pro-animal. Bats. Bats. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the bat episode. We Zombie deer. Zombie deer. Penis fish. Moose. I believe at one point we did talk about <laughs> penis, penis fish and moose. That's an that's animal. That's right. So anyways, we are super pro-animal. However, sometimes... There are people that take this whole animal thing a little too far. And so my lighten up, Francis, is for a group now that is starting a battle against what they're calling speciest language, speciest language. Most of you probably can figure out what group this is. It is PETA. And so last year at about this time, there was a PETA activist. Her name is Jennifer White. She went on a television show in Britain, and she was trying to urge people to stop using the word pet to refer to animals they own. Okay. Yeah. So we shouldn't, you call our, call our animals. We own pets anymore because she said, Hey, that's inappropriate and insensitive to the animals. She says, it's the same thing as if we were calling a woman honey or sweetie. Right. So we don't want to be insensitive. So I'm not sure what we're supposed to call them, but that's what we got with it. So now this year, Pete is back and they have some more suggestions with regards to language and specious language. Okay. And really what they're going after right now is insults that we use and and phrases that we use. So you may be thinking right now, like, what the heck are you talking about? So what they would like us to do is stop using animals as insults. All right. So for example, that they don't want us to call people pigs if they don't clean up. Right. They don't want us to call someone a snake if they're untrustworthy. How about like bat shit crazy? Yes. They don't want to call someone a chicken chicken if they're a coward. (laughs) And you don't want to call someone a rat if they go behind someone's back or call someone sloth if they're lazy. That's just inappropriate because it's insulting to those animals. Um, They said that it's insensitive to animals and we should stop doing it. A couple of their phrases they're saying here, uh, and they actually put out like, instead of using this, use this, that instead of us saying, kill two birds with one stone, we should say, feed two birds with one scone. Oh, that's a great idea. Right. <laughs> instead, instead of saying that, that's going to catch on like wildfire. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it. Instead of saying be the guinea pig, we should say be the test tube. Right. All right. That's instead not, of saying that's not the point, I don't know. I'm just telling you. Instead of saying beat a dead horse, oh, we should say ouch. feed a fed horse. Yeah. Feed but a fed horse. Yeah, yeah. Instead fed of horse. saying, yeah, instead of saying, bring home the bacon, oh. we should say, bring home the bagels. Right. <laughs> and instead of saying, take the bull by the horns, we should say, take the flower by the thorns. 
So again, those are little wow. things that we need to start working yeah. on no, we so that we can be those. more inappropriate. Because again, what they're saying is, is calling someone an animal as an insult reinforces the myth that humans are superior to animals and justified. And they put this on their, their tweet. We're justified in violating them. So I don't know how many of us have violated animals. I think that's highly inappropriate. Oh, wow. and I would not say we should do that. Uh, but but apparently by using this language, we are all violating animals. What um, kind of bird-brained logic is that? I, exactly. Well, Todd already said it. I said, <laughs> what kind I, of worm would say that sort of yeah. thing? <laughs> My initial thought on this is is exactly what, what the doc said. It was that this is batshit crazy. But again, apparently that's inappropriate and we can't use that type of terminology. So at a minimum, let's go ahead and say... Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> so can I use things like... All right, I'm going to open up a whole philosophical thing. Yeah, go I ahead. Promise I promise this it's was going to be educational. This, this is educational. But, but are you guys seated before I even say this? I'm not, I know you're seated. I see you. But listeners, are you seated? What about calling someone an egghead? Oh, problematic. This is a chicken and an egg thing. It's problematic. Yeah, it could be problematic. Okay, the, is that it animal or not? Right. Yes, it could be problematic. I think I blew my own mind there. My little bird brain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bird brain would be definitely insulting. Do not use that one. Do we have to get rid of the positive ones? Clever as a fox, memory like an elephant? Yeah, got to go. They didn't quite get into that. I'm sure that's next year. They'll come after those. Uh, the positive ones, I would think, would be inappropriate. Hung right? like an orca. I think I've heard yeah. Doc say that before. Yeah. yeah. That's a good thing. Hung like a horse, right? Isn't that? Isn't yeah, that, I think that's yeah, Dolphin loving. I mean, that, that's dolphin that's not loving. negative. Yeah. I think horses would be fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And And yeah. orcas. And orcas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not, not really sure where they fall on a lot of those things. But anyways, I, I thought that was great. I am going to try. I think feed two birds with one scone is something I'm definitely going to incorporate I, into I think my that's a good one. thing. I don't think people will look at me weird when I use that. Well, the 500-pound gorilla is that you said pet owners. So <laughs> everything you say after pet owners. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. We probably should start I, with I'm that. Not, if, that's the one that's funny. What are we supposed to call them if they're not exactly? Our, can we call them domesticated animals? I don't know. No, that might be inappropriate nope, nope. as well. So nope. what do we call? We I guess we just call them by their first name. Yeah. yeah. Hey Bob. Bob. This is my got, Bob. I've got some mixed feelings, but all pluck right. a flower by the thorn. Why all yes. the plant hate? Yeah. yeah the there's plant a lot hate? of plant hate. Yeah, I agree. And I think the vegans. Yeah. I think the vegans that's, will that's come out. Just cruel. That is cruel. Take the flower by the thorns. Not all flowers have thorns, so it's it's you shouldn't lump them all into one group. There's an animal farm thing going on here, you know. Yeah, it's it's rough. <laughs> once once we get the animals fixed, then it's the plants. Then it's yeah, the it's tough. Invertebrates. Then it... it is tough to know. Tom, why are you swirling a beer? Ah, let's have another beer. Okay, I'm gonna have another beer. What are you, what are you drinking there, Tom? Well, I'm carrying on from last week. Uh, I got five suits. And I have their wet suit ale, San Diego ale. That's a good one. And, and yeah. And I got to tell you, I, I took one sip of that and holy cow, all the flavors inside that thing. A lot of pineapple, a lot of fruity aromas there. It was really crisp, really clean. And oh boy, does it pack a punch at 8%. I know it's a breakfast beer for you, Padre, but you know, right? You know, some of us aren't as strong as you. Very few are. So. Hats off to five suits again. Strong as a bear. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> say that. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Strong as an invertebrate. How's that go? Does that work? <laughs> we'll no, that does not I will, work. I will have to check. I'll go back and check. Unless it's the octopi. Uh, yeah, fair. Todd, what are you drinking? Same old? Grab my last uh, out of the back of the fridge. 
uh, Burgeon Juice Press. So we've talked about it before on the podcast. Love the Burgeon Juice Press. Oh, good beer. Joe, you got a beer? I do. I have a beer that I'm, uh, I definitely have a crush on. So it's from Embolden, and it's Abstract Dreams, and it's a milkshake sour. So, Ooh, that sounds oh my fantastic. gosh, yeah, super good. So kind of fruity, sour things with lactose. I like, I've found out Yeah, and 4.8%. So I can have 10 of them a day without yes. you know, having much of a problem. And, uh, you guys will, you'll, I think you'll like the, if you can see it, the, the can art is, Oh, that's great. Yeah. Take a picture of that for it? me and I'll post it. I, I will for sure. Yeah. It's like a, it's a, a play on mind blown. And so, yeah, I love the taste of it. It's probably four, seven, five to five. Yeah. Hopefully you got an extra one of those that you might want to share at some. No, but I know where to get them. So I I can get one for you. All right. Very good. Talent, what'd you, what'd you open up? So I uh, am am, like Tom kind of working through my five suits beers. So I'm drinking a, a Altoke lager, which is their Peruvian lager. And uh, the more of these I have, uh, the more I am enjoying yeah, basically, I feel like what I had, I just close my eyes and I'm I'm on the Incan Trail heading to Machu Picchu. Um, I'm all in on the Peruvian <laughs> lagers. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what your take is because they definitely have a lot of the sweetness of the corn sweetness. But the more of these I have, the more and more I'm enjoying these and, and really liking this lager. I like this better than than a typical Mexican lager. Yeah, no, it's, not it's Il Smith really well Sublime. Done. Let's not get insane, but I like it better than than your Love You to Death, Mother Earth. But I like it better than a Tierra Madre. And certainly more than your macro Mexican lagers. It, it's got much more complexity. It, it's good. I really like it. Yeah. No, I, I really enjoy I'm like I said, I the more and more I'm having I love all those other ones. Uh I really can't find a Mexican lager I don't like, uh, which says a lot of probably about me. But uh I really am liking Peruvian lagers. So I'm thinking I'm gonna have to start searching for some more Peruvian lagers. And I'm really glad you said the name because I'm trying to read Nick's writing on the Crowler. And yeah. I was trying to figure out what the heck does this say on here? And, and Nick of Five Suits Brewing, I'm just going to suggest maybe you're right-handed. <laughs> yeah. It's Altoke. <laughs> and the only reason I know that this says Altoke because awesome. I'm looking at the same writing you're looking at is because that's the name of the Peruvian restaurant that's there at their venue as well. All right. Now, I did not race north on the I-5. To listen to you guys babble about your second beer and read the can to me, I came for one reason and one reason alone. Doc? Welcome to another edition of Beer or Not a Beer. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to name four beers. Three are actual real beers, believe it or not. One is not a real beer. I pulled this one out of my brain. Here we go. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, since it's February, February is the month of love, Valentine's Day, love birds. The theme is birds. Here we go. I don't know if PETA will approve, but the theme is <laughs> yeah, birds. This is tough. This is tough. <laughs> May not. All right. First of all, to start this off, why do you always see crows sticking together? You see the crows at night that are always together? Yeah. That would be Velcro. That is the first oh. beer of the night, Velcro. It's an American lager. Beer number two is bird-brained barracuda, a porter. Beer number three, mockingbirds mocking, an IPA. And beer number four, if none of you believe these are real beers, bitches be tripping. That's beer <laughs> number four. <laughs> beer number four is bitches be tripping. 
There I we just go. Had a bird theme. Just to, I mean, I, I just got to land the plane here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find the tie-in. Yeah, I got to yeah, find yeah. the tie-in. Come on. Um, uh, so once again, ladies and gentlemen, we have <laughs> Velcro, Bird Brain Barracuda, Mockingbirds Mocking, and Bitches Be Trippin', which is not a beer. All right. <laughs> Sound guy, Tom. I don't know, Doc. You made this kind of tough again. Uh, yeah, I might get you know sucked into one, two, or three, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say number four there. Bitches be tripping. Bitches be tripping. There you go. All right. Producer Joe. Bitches be tripping is not a bird beer, Todd. I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's a beer. Uh, so I'm going with beer number two. You trying to put bird brain barracuda, birds and barracuda together seems like a ton of effort. <laughs> All right, influencer. Oh, bird brain barracuda. Although bird brain I'm giving barracuda. you props for whoever came up with Velcro props, but I'm going number two. Brilliant. All right, and talent. So I, I really think it is bird brain barracuda, but I just want to say, bitches be tripping. Bitches be tripping. <laughs> All right, it's two and two. This is the, I, don't, I don't know if we've been here before. All right, here we go. So none of you none of you chose Mockingbirds Mocking. It's an IPA. It's from Separatist Beer Project in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Mockingbirds Mocking. Bird Brain Barracuda is actually a porter from Brew Dog in the UK. Okay. <laughs> and so we're left with either Bitches Be Trippin' or Velcro. Well, Bitches Be Trippin' is a Belgian from Birdfish <laughs> yeah, Brewing. I knew it was a beer. I knew it was a beer. <laughs> uh, so anyways, they're from, uh, it's a Belgian. Birdfish Brewing is in Columbiana, Ohio, between Pittsburgh oh, and Cleveland. Birdfish and the, Brewing, okay. And the beer I made up, which none of you chose, was Velcro. So you win. Well yeah, done. Big winner. Big winner. Love that name. And, and I promised education listeners, what do you call a group of crows? Sticking together. Murder. It's a murder. It's a murder. a murder of crows. Yeah. Yeah. Or a vel- from now on, for me, a Velcro. A Velcro. But I think I, if PETA has anyway, they will change that because murder, that's really inappropriate. Yeah, and that's so really unfair. not right. nice to them. And that's especially really to us right. who murder people. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm yeah. sorry. No, that's not right. Yeah. They should call it a celebration of, yeah. of crow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, doctor. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us for another edition of Beer or Not a Beer. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. We hope you've had as much fun as we've had and learned a thing or two. Looking forward to next week when we'll do all this again. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now we got to take the flower by the thorns and as cleverly as a fox, bring home the bagels. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run.